Welcome to Fine and Filthy Rich with Moni and Jay, two young Black women discussing financial literacy, where we give you tips and tricks to be financially successful. Now, we are not financial advisors, so anything heard on this episode is not financial advice. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Fine and Filthy Rich for more financial tea. All right. Hey, y'all. We is hey, back with another episode. Hey, happy new year, even though it's the 18th, but we haven't talked to y'all since last year. Right. Happy new year. Welcome back to another episode of Fine and Filthy Rich. I'm your co-host, Jay. And I'm your co-host, Moni. I am excited for this year. I feel like we have so many good, like, just ideas for this year. Like I'm excited to show our audience like what we have in store for them, you know? Yeah. And one thing we've got in store for y'all is our first guest of the year. (laughs) Mr. Montanzo, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to our people. Let them know who you are, what you do. Hey, so my name is Montanzo Manuel. Um, I'm originally from St. Louis, born and raised. Um, I started my first business when I was 16, was very successful, felt like going to the league, um, failed, became what I would call my greatest accomplishment. Um, from then on, I sought out a path of understanding the economy that I lived in. So um, did a lot of research, a lot of studying, worked in a lot of different fields, um, and I've accumulated just a, a huge amount of, I would say, wisdom um regarding the economy we live in so um just based on how I grew up uh which was hard (laughs) um my parents they both work um but they did split up um so it it was tough um but my mom did the best she could um I respect my dad much love to him Uh, we do have a good relationship so um I'm just passionate about uh exercising all of our resources that we have so I want to I want to exercise those, maximize those, and then share those gifts with my loved ones, those around me. So, okay, that's really great. I love that. Um, I think that that's super important. Um, also, what sport was it? You said what sport was it? Yeah, you said you were trying to go to the league, right? I said it felt like going to the league. Like, oh, okay, you said basketball. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, and are you a Capricorn? Is my second question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a Libra. Gang, oh, gang. Okay. Yeah. Listen, we love astrology here at FFR. Okay. We we gonna talk about some astrology. If we ain't gonna talk about nothing now. Like, we okay? need to know, man. We need astrology. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no. But that's really good. I think that's really great. And I think like. Also, I think it's important, like, you can make changes at whatever stage you are in life. You can always learn something. Um, It doesn't matter if you're 18, if you're, you know, 40, if you're whatever. Hopefully, you start off sooner, but I do think it's nice when people, like, at any stage of their life can make, like, financial changes, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think from my experience in business, like, we worked hard. Um, We had good relationships. Um, you know, we overcame the fear. We went out to the contracts, but we did not understand what to do with that money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I say it felt like going to the league because my first contract was 118,000 mm-hmm. and, uh, my first year in business, we did over 300 K. So, um, to me, that was like going to the league and my life, like things in my life elevated. My, my home was nicer. My car was nicer. Um, but I still went to work every day and, um, eventually like I learned that a dollar amount wasn't it like I made 300k the first year but it didn't feel any different and uh once the recession hit 2007 um it really showed me like yo bro you do not know what you're doing with this money you out here living like the economy's gonna come back we're gonna go back to work all the while I'm living you know like because I don't understand so I'm just living and I mean, that was, like I said, it turned into my greatest achievement because um, it set me on the path I'm on now, right? So to understand like, man, if I knew just a little bit of what I knew now, where I could have been, but without that situation, who knows? That's yeah. Real. Honestly, it takes those moments though. You know what I mean? Like it's those moments in life where 
that light bulb just kind of pops on for you. And it's like, okay, like now I get it. You know, sometimes you got to be in that situation where like, you know, you yeah, no money to do that to you. Like, okay, like, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's, let's figure something out. Like, you know, let's, let's get this right for the next time. So yeah, that's real. Well, let's go ahead and get into some fine chronicles. Yes. Yeah. So right. if you're new, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go today. ahead, girl. Tell them if they knew. Tell them what they knew. I'm like, if you are new here, Fine Chronicles is kind of where we just, you know, talk about different topics. We sometimes give our own testimonies. We tell our own stories and we kind of give our opinions on certain topics. So I, I like the Fine Chronicles. I mean, I like every category. I love this podcast, but <laughs> if <laughs> Fine Chronicles mm-hmm. are great. So for everyone, how do you think that your lifestyle has changed financially um, just in the last either couple of years or 10 years or, you know, what do you think has been like the biggest change you've seen? Um, whoever wants to go first. Ladies first. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> okay, you like, well, you're a guest in our home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, I mean, no worries. I can go first. No problem. Um, I mean, in the last... 36 months. I mean, I'm living a completely different life um, from actually um, applying the things that I've learned. And I mean, the biggest thing has been discipline, but I'll give you an example. Like <laughs> me and my boy was just laughing the other day because we were talking about, um, we were just talking about cars and whatnot. And I was just telling them like, yo, man, I remember one time I got this call and uh, they was looking for my car and I'm like, yo, but I'm driving it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, um, you can't go get it right now. So I'm trying to figure out like, how can I come up with this money to make this payment? And um, so, I mean, to be 36 months into a new process and to be a hundred percent caught up on everything, like um, all of my responsibilities are met. All of my needs are met. I can provide for my family. Um, I went to three new beaches in 2022. Um, I did a lot of firsts, man. I did so many first things um, because of the hard work, like some of it, most of it was fun. I'm not gonna hold you, but a lot of it was because of work. I got to have fun because of the work that was being put in. And, uh, so it's like, it's just been, it's been night and day, literally like going from being broke, broke, like I'm whistling past zero, like account negative, right. <laughs> Trying to figure it out to now is like, all right, man, like I can contribute to this. I want to be a part of this club. I can, I can donate to my school. I can make sure, uh, I mean, I could just, I got the liberty to participate in the things that mean something to me. So. Hmm. That's a great point. Like, yeah. Being able like to do what you want to do and like not feeling so stressed about it, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean, ain't nothing worse than, you know, buyer's remorse, you know, especially around the holidays. You want to get the kids everything. I got three little gremlins. I want to get them everything, right? And so, you know, I used to, it's been many Christmases, you know, uh, where it's like, all right, man, shoot, I'm not going to pay this electric bill. (laughs) I'm going to get these toys. And they're going to play with the box in the trash. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, like, and it's like, and then, then the next month, you know, something happens and it's like, you know, you just be feeling that guilt. Like, damn, man, like I just spent this money. Now I got to take care of this. So you stress, frustrated, trying to figure it out. Like, man, it's just, it's way too familiar. Like I know that life I lived it year after year after year, even making hundreds of thousands of dollars still, making the same mistakes, like just living out of control, right? No discipline. Just, I want it. I'm having it. I got it. Like, so yeah. it's been way more beneficial to, to exercise some discipline. No, for real. I, I can definitely relate to that because there's been so many times I'm like, why did I buy those crab legs? Like, what was wrong yeah. with it? Because <laughs> they fire. I was I'm like, my afterpay is coming out and I have nothing. <laughs> Listen, and it's like, that's that's why I started to do what I do now is because I want to still enjoy life. Like, I hate freaking budgets like and i hate diets right let's talk if you're talking food i hate freaking diets where i gotta stop doing something for a certain amount of time to get results and then i can go back to my my regular lifestyle and it's like that don't work because what happens when you go back to your regular lifestyle yeah it's a lifestyle 
you gotta yeah, you gain the weight back, right? You, yeah, exactly. You, you gotta change your lifestyle. So yeah. it's like to change a lifestyle, change your mindset, and something that's long term. It's like you can have them crab legs, but if you already had them this month, then you can't have that second time. Like put the second time back. <laughs> Moderation. Moderation, man. I agree. What about you, Jay? Facts. Um, honestly, like I feel like my life has changed financially a ton. Um, I always say, like, I've always prided myself on like anytime I get a job, like um as far as like when I was working for corporate jobs a lot and I am back in a corporate job right now y'all don't even want to talk about it it don't matter anyways uh, hey don't knock it real quick don't, don't okay, use your it's, it's, it's good <laughs> income I ain't gonna hold you and it's a nice little salary I'm like hey this is gonna we're gonna make some some headway with this right here but yeah. um but every time that I've like left a job and went to get another job, like I've always made more money. Like I've never left a job and then like had to like settle for a job where I was making less money. And I've always just felt like I'm like, dang, like I got like the magic touch or something. Cause I just like always find something with more money every time. Like I just keep on elevating. I keep on elevating. Um, so, you know, it's, it's been pretty linear for me, honestly. Like, I feel like I just keep going up and up and up and up and up. Um, even when there's like minor dips, I don't even really consider them. You know what I mean? Cause I'm still in a better position right now where I am today than I was like three years ago. You know, I think about like when I had my first apartment in Colorado, when I moved out of my parents' house, um, and I've talked about this before on the show. So y'all, um, you know, some of our faithful listeners probably know, but, you know, I had my one bedroom apartment, my little $900 rent, um, and me and Jackson was up in there in that little basement apartment, you know, I made the best of that little basement apartment. With it, the was little cute, it was cute, It was, it was, it was cute and like homey, like I really made the best of it, honestly. Um, but, you know, Jackson was getting bigger and I just knew it was time to go, you know what I mean? So like I elevated and got like a super spacious, too bad, too bad, like, I just keep going up and up and up and up. And I'm really trying to like buy a home. Like I would love to do it this year. Like I keep on saying I really want to get it, but I want to make sure that I have like everything in order before I do that. But I know that that's going to be the next step though. You know what I mean? So it's like, I just appreciate my um, elevation in life. And I appreciate like how I can like continue just like going up. And I think that a lot of that too is just like my manifestations and just like me always kind of like believing in myself um, and like trying to manage my money in the best way that I can. Like I have a really big spending problem and y'all know this. I'm going to stay on Amazon. <laughs> I'm going to be shopping at 3 a.m. when I'm sad. Like I'm going to buy something. And so <laughs> I, <laughs> no lies so But I think that just figuring out how to manage that in, um, you know, I was telling Monty, like there was a point in time because, you know, my family has a nonprofit. And so uh, getting paid once a month was like really hard for me. And I would have to manage like $600 for a whole month. Like yeah. that is insane. That to me is just like so crazy. And of course, this is like after my bills are paid and stuff, you know, I'm like, okay, I got $600 to work with for the month. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like this does not support my spending habit because I'm going <laughs> to two hundred dollars on amazon like it's like i can't do this because then it's like i got i want to get my nails done and i'm gonna probably do that like every two weeks so it's like i'm like dang okay you know i really just feel like i've learned how to like make my money stretch and i learned that a lot like just in the last like six months of last year um so i just really pride myself on that just like really kind of learning how to like stretch money and like manage my money better like to the t um, even with like being a mom, like having those little five or six dollars when Jackson wants McDonald's is everything to me. Like when he's like, oh, I want chicken nuggets. I'm like, you know what, dog? we can actually go get some chicken nuggets. Like I still have enough for us to go get chicken nuggets and it's not going to break the bank, you know? So it's like little things like that, that I just appreciate and just like help me know like, okay, I'm on the right track. Like things are not as bad as they've been before. You know what I mean? We're like, I was like constantly overdrafting my account. Like I could just, they was closing my bank account. Like I've had bank accounts closed. Like they've been like, you know what? We ain't fucking with you no more. So like, <laughs> I, yeah, like it's been bad. Wells Fargo told me to get to stepping. So. <laughs> bankruptcy before, like. All right. <laughs> and see, and that's, that's the real stuff, you know? So just to see that elevation happen in your life is very nice. Like I've had my Chase bank account for so long that like, even when I found my taxes, they'd be like, this is the same bank account. I'd be like, it is, it yeah. is the same account. Like, you know, 
That be yeah. good. have them long standing accounts. It exactly, is. it really does. It feels very good. So, so yeah, I will say that my lifestyle has changed a lot, and I, honestly, I know that it's gonna change so much more. Like this year, I really think that there's gonna be a lot of growth in my finances too, especially because I have like two full time jobs right now, which has been very hard to manage. <laughs> but I'll be managing it. Um, but that means like full time money. Like, so I'm living like the double income with just one person <laughs> so yeah. so that's gonna be interesting um and like I said you know I, I know it's just gonna change some more but but yeah that's where it's at right now I, I feel good with where I'm at right now yeah that's dope sis I mean and I think too like if you got it for a time like that's one of the things I like to try to hammer home is if you got a, a grind right or a hustle whatever it is that you're doing it's not forever right it's for a certain amount of time then you can put in the energy that's necessary get to that next level, whatever it is you're trying to do, like, that just relieves some of the stress, man, like, because I'm, I'm big on lifestyle, man, I want to live a good life, I intend yeah. on living a good life. So, yeah. We are living good lives. Yeah, seriously, yeah. and the stress is, like, a very big thing, because I remember, like, I was, there was a point where I was so stressed over my finances, like, obviously, I've talked about this before, but, like, my car, obviously everybody can relate to this. Well, not everyone, but us on this show can relate to our car being out for repo. And like, mm-hmm. I just also like notice in my own life, like having more knowledge has like single-handedly relieved the stress in my yeah. life. Like I was just so ignorant to everything. Like I said this in another episode before I literally didn't even know what interest was until I got my credit card bill and I was like how is my balance over my limit I was so confused um and so there was just like a lot of things I had to learn and no one taught them to me I just had to like go find the resources myself and and do that and now where I see like where I am now where I'm like um I I just see like so much growth like I remember my credit score was terrible and like I always had a job, but I was somehow always broke. I'm like, how am I broke? I I never understood that. Like I never went without a job. And so to just like see where I'm at now and I'm living like a much more comfortable life. I'm like, wow, this is actually very nice. Yeah. I'm with it. I support that all all day. Yeah. (laughs) That's real. So how do y'all manage your finances? Oh man. I mean, shoot, I, I, I developed a simulator. Tell us about it. Come on, get into it. It's the tea, y'all. That's why we got this man here. Oh, Tell us man. about the tea later. Yes. Um, I mean, just drawing from the experience from a failed business um, to I met my wife. We got married. I'm out here. I'm trying to be the best husband I can be, which meant that I was making terrible decisions. Like I would, <laughs> I would say yes to stuff that I knew we couldn't afford, right? Because I'm trying to uh, make my wife happy, right? I'm trying to be this whatever, this example. And uh, man, like I just could not get the idea to her like, hey, how can we just not do some of this stuff for a little bit of time? Like just for a little bit of time, like like nine months. If we can nine months, like just say no to the extra fun stuff. Like we'll still go to dinner once a month. We'll still, you know, take the kids out or whatever, but not this extra stuff. And nothing, nothing worked. Like nothing I did. I tried so many different ways. And so finally I was like, man, like, what if I put this on some type of sheet and I listed all the expenses and I showed her, like, if we manage this this way, we can have X amount of dollars. And uh, so I put that all together. The first time I showed it to her, she said she wanted to throw up. Because <laughs> it was a lot, of, a lot of information. And uh, <laughs> we laughed about it or whatnot, but I was able to bring it home um, and, and kind of convince her like, yo, let's do this. And then fortunately, that's why I'll say, you know, 36 months ago, because this conversation happened in 2019 and then 2020, the pandemic happened. So I'd have to argue about hair and nails. Yeah, because you like, we you inside. Know. You can't do that extra you stuff. Do nothing. <laughs> you can't do nothing. That worked in your favor. <laughs> Like, well, the order these groceries online, and that's it. <laughs> like, we get some gadgets for the crib, you yeah. know. Too, we got. Nowhere. I mean, I mean, it's like so. Developed that and started to live by those principles, right? So I started teaching to my wife, teaching to my kids. This is how we want to manage this. Um, this is how we want to use our credit. Like, credit is not for entertainment, right? We should be using that for our 
normal expenses, right? To really give us a buffer between this month and next month. And then as you build your finances out, you can give yourself a three month buffer or a six month buffer, right? The bigger that buffer, the better the lifestyle you can have. And uh, so we've been living by that and it's, it's completely transformed our lives. So um, I did it for our family, our personal finances. I did it for my business. I did it for my wife's business. Um, I've extended it out to a few other organizations and uh, it's, it's really successful. So, um, I mean, I'm living by that and I'm fortunate I shared it with Jay. And uh, so- And he about to do it for me. Give me like I'm on. <laughs> like, hey, I got I'm you. Go prepare, and I'm gonna be like, all right, go yeah. on and make that spreadsheet pop so I can just see what we looking at, see what we talking about. Yeah. That yeah. is so funny. When you describe this, I imagine you like sitting in a room with like seven like computer screens, like going hang. Oh, like, this like formula hey, everywhere. No, like, look, look. <laughs> this is what it was like. It was like on Hangover One when he had to win the money back. All the formulas everywhere. <laughs> that is my favorite gif. Oh my god, I love that gif. Yo, <laughs> sure. So yeah, it was. I didn't even know what it was though at the time. Really, like I put it together because to me, I'm just like I'm just looking at where we at, you know, where we been, and then where we could potentially be going. So when I showed her how we had been spending, like I'm like, listen, it don't make no sense that we'll go spend five hundred dollars at the grocery store and stop at Popeyes on the way home. Like, but you know, like all that shopping work up an appetite. Like, you don't want to go work. I already know. It's like it don't seem that bad in that moment, but when you do that three or four times, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like, dang, that that thirty dollars just added up to one fifty. And if you do that every month, it's like, damn, in ten months, that's fifteen hundred dollars. If you ain't doing nothing, you could put fifteen hundred dollars. On Robinhood right now with a gold membership and get four percent interest on it. Yeah, like you could be instead of eating your wealth, right? You could be making it, right? So it's like just little things like that. I'm like, all right, let's let's reel it in. The simulator showing us like, yo, we spending too much money really on this food and entertainment. You know, let's just reel it in so we can still eat out. We just won't do it as much, right? We more mindful of it. We got a target budget for those things. Like, cause mm-hmm. I like to have fun. My wife definitely like to have fun. The kids is nonstop fun. And do, and do. Man, what? And it's always something, you know, a field trip or something going on. It's like, all right, man, picture day, mud day, backwards day, something day. <laughs> man, all the days. Nigga, got to bring treats. Oh man, it's just it's always something. So. I'm like you know how can we how can we have a better relationship because nobody wants to talk about finances mm-hmm. so the second piece of that with our relationship was like it's accountability right now it's like yeah man if we got if we got you know a thousand dollars between both of us then it's like yeah if I'm gonna spend five I'm uh you know it's only fair that she spent five as well right mm-hmm. so it brought the accountability to it too like yeah you ain't just out here swiping willy-nilly you know, I know we said we was coming out and we was only going to spend $300, right? We spent 306 Like, even though it's only $6, we got to have a conversation. <laughs> we got to talk about it. We got to know where it went, right? Because we developing new no. habits. You know, yeah. we need these new habits because if we go back to the old habits, then we're going to be broke again, right? Yeah, right. that's real. That's real. That's you know, yeah, I, I like that. Matters. Yeah, it does, first of all. And I like it too, because it's like, it's this idea of like a lifestyle. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, I can't remember if this is from another podcast or a book I read. Sorry, whoever I'm taking this idea from. But they were talking about this idea of like value-based spending. And so when you're creating Mm -hmm. like, what are you going to spend your money on? It should be like a hierarchy, not including your rent, but like, of or however, wherever you're living, your shelter, whatever, like, what is yeah. most valuable to you right mm-hmm. and so like that's what you should that. be, like putting your money towards like some people like what's most valuable to them is eating out with their friends so you need a bigger part of your budget or whatever you want to call it to eating out with your friends but that means other areas are going to have to be like cut back on or right. like this year like I really want to travel a lot like that's the most valuable thing to me this year so like I'm going to put more money towards that and that might mean like I'm not going to eat out as much you know so I feel like 
I like it when it's this idea of a lifestyle because it's like your choice. Like you can pick it however you want. You can live your life how you want, but you're not going to be able to do it all. I will still be going to Starbucks every day, but. Yeah, we still don't get our nails done. Yeah. And and those things are like, that's what's the beauty of it. Like with with the simulator, like I put that stuff in there, right? If I was to design a simulator for you, give me everything, right? Like, yeah, because I'll be like, my times I got to get my hair done, I got to get my nails done. I need it. Give it to me. Give it to me. Right. We need to know. And it's like, don't skimp on nothing, right? Put what you would actually do because we want to know what it actually costs for you to live the good life that you want to live. Right. You're gonna find out. That thing on TikTok, that little, that little random thing that I saw when I was scrolling. Hey, oh my I God. need that. So we, so we need TikTok money, right? So we yeah. gotta have to that, right? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so give me that. Let's put that on there. Let's give look at your. <laughs> so we need it on there because you know i want that i want a lifestyle baby i want to live a good lifestyle i want to feel good about the choices i'm making you know i want the people around me to to, to feel my love all that i have to give so i can do that best when i'm at peace when i'm feeling good and confident in what i'm doing period yeah that's facts mm-hmm. um i would say for me I'm gonna be honest. I don't have like too much of a system. Monty is so much better at this than me. Like she makes a full on like budget in the whole thing. I just can't quite do that. Yeah. And um, you know, I kind of I manage my finances a little bit more like in my head and like by like checking my bank account. Like I'll look at my bank account and see, you know, like where my money's going. Sometimes I'll write down in like my notes. Like I'll be like, okay, like I know that I have to pay X amount of dollars for my rent. I have to pay X amount of dollars for this bill, X amount of dollars for this bill, X amount of dollars for this bill. And I'll be like, all right, like I got like this much money to play with or like, you know, this much money to take me through the month. Um, And that's kind of how I started figuring out like, damn, like I'm making $600 stretch for the rest of the month just for like yeah. leaving money, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah that's that's kind of how i manage it again i know that that's not the best but like we're transparent with y'all like i'm not this like budgeting guru i'm not like i would love to be but like i'm just not like i just can't bring myself to do it that's why i really love the simulator so much when i seen it because i was like this is something i can get with because like you said it's a lifestyle you know like for me a budget is more like a diet like you were saying like i think it's kind of good for like if you're budgeting for something like i'm trying to reach this goal so i'm gonna budget my money a certain way but i'm more of like a lifestyle changes type of person you know like if I know that it's gonna like change for the long run then like Mm -hmm. I'm more prone to go towards it so um so yeah that's definitely something that like I'm gonna start doing that's gonna be like how I manage my finances moving forward um that's what I do right now Moni what about you I know this this the budget girl tell us girl Uh, that's (laughs) hilarious you know it's funny because this one day I don't know what got into me you know that meme where it's like that white dude that like has all that shit on the board and he's like looking crazy I don't know if you know that mean but I'll send it to you if you do but like I it was last year I went through my finances in 2021 like I literally sat down I went through every bank statement for the month and I like wrote out these categories like I spent this much on like eating this year I spent this much on like what I was gonna do last year but I didn't do it so I did like (laughs) shit no wonder I'm broke because I just spent six thousand dollars on eating out. Like that's insane to me. Like yeah, why would I do that? She said like, she like crab legs. <laughs> literally, like I was really. Bo- I'm like no wonder I'm broke. Like I'm spending my like I'm not I'm not spending my money wisely. Right. And then like, I just felt like I needed a way to track it better. And so then like now that I'm like trying to pay off my debt, I was like I really need to like track what I'm spending. And so like. I use it as like a ballpark estimate. Like, do I go over in some categories? Yes. But like, I always, first of all, when I make my budget, I always like under, like I put way less than I'm actually going to make for the month. So I have like wiggle room. Right. And yeah. so like, I like it. Cause I can just also, I'm like, okay, last month, like I spent a lot of money on shopping. So this month, like that's probably not going to be a thing, which is exactly what's going to happen next month because Afterpay is on my ass. They texted me yeah. yesterday, the day before. And- <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm good on that. Like next month, like that, like section in my like tracking is like going to probably be little, but I just like, I'm a visual person. So I like to see what I'm spending my money on and like, does it make sense for the lifestyle I'm trying to live? Um, and I think also it helps me like say no to something sometimes like when I know like 
when I know I don't have that much money left, like in my spending out or eating out category, like I'm more likely to say no when somebody wants to hang out or I'm more likely to be like, I can't go here because like bitches in DC want to go to like the most expensive restaurants ever. Like I can't go there. Maybe we can just go to Chili's, you know? So like, I like it for that way. Like um, not to deprive myself, but just kind of to keep track of what I'm doing. I never kept track of how I was spending my money before. And then I would be like, how do I have like negative $70? Like that makes no sense to me, you know? Yeah. So, but I like that. I, I, I think that like a budget is like limiting. I do like the idea of like having like a lifestyle um tracker more so because a budget is like really like month like it's just the month and so I do like the idea of seeing like the trajectory right like I think that would be like cool absolutely agree yeah for sure and that's really good that was so funny you were talking about saying no to stuff you be having to do that sometimes you know and it's hard but like you just have to cut some stuff out you know um you have to say no right like if you like what have I told you if you said no to all entertainment for nine months that you would have everything you needed for the rest of your life. Would you be willing to put that time in? A hundred percent. But right. a lot of people are like, oh my God, nine months right now. That's because everybody thinks about being in the moment. Everybody thinks about like right now, like what's happening right now, what's happening tomorrow. And it's like, I don't want to do those things. You know, like when you think about it, it's just like when people start diets, they're like, you know, January 1st, I'm doing X, Y, Z. I'm no, no sugar, no carbs, no nothing. When January 1st comes, they're like, oh, but I just, oh man, like it's time. I really got to do it right now. Like they don't think about the body that they can have in six months. Sorry, y'all. Jackson is uh our special guest today yet again. He heard us talk about crab legs. He gonna come over here talking about some mommy. I want some crab legs. <laughs> Not happening, buddy. It's not in the budget. He said, run in with the garlic sauce. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Them, them gremlins, boy, they be on it. Okay. They be on it so bad. Nosy, ain't nobody talking to him. Like, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, it's it's hard for people to kind of like look beyond the right now for the future. Um, and that happens a lot in our community. That's perfect. That goes right into our next uh segue our next point uh what spending habits do you see in your community or you know in other communities but obviously we're going to talk about our community we black folks most of our audience is that um yeah. and so yeah Montana, you can you can take that one man what i see man is like i see a lot of money um spent on i, I would say guilty pleasures um a lot of money towards entertainment um towards the idea of, of living fast and dying young. Um, that's, it's hard, um, but I am starting to see more and more of, I would say my generation and younger kind of have a different idea. Like they understand that like, I actually need money um, and not just, you know, 40,000 a year. Like I'm probably gonna need, I don't know how much. So I need to be doing everything I can do now. Um, but for the majority, uh, when I look at my peers, when I look at my family, um, I just I see a lot of people like trying to soothe themselves uh, through entertainment, through substance, through um, just just whatever makes them feel good. Um, so. Uh, I mean, it's painful. It's painful to watch. You know? It is. Um, yeah. I actually sell life insurance for a time. And I mean. I mean, I'm in my people house, right? I'm going over auntie house. I'm here yeah. with Snow. We talking about it. And it's like, they not, it's so, it's just difficult. It's like, what I'm saying to them is so they don't over get it. Of their mind, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, because you don't understand it, you afraid of it. Mm -hmm. And because you're afraid of it, you're not, you're not going to do that, right? So I yeah. see like that cycle in the spending of like, well, I'm never going to have that, whatever. I'm never going to be able to afford that business. So I'm going to live like, I'm going to live it up. YOLO, I'm going to do that, right? But they live in YOLO to the point I'm going to spend my last. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. So what is my last? You know, I'm about, to, I'm about to run it up. I'm about to blow a check because of whatever reason. And it's like, yeah. man, like, do you know that you can have a life insurance policy on your kids for $12 a month? You know, yeah. like you can set them up to where when they 18, man, I'm talking about they got racks for the rest of their life. Exactly. Like you can set them up on a whole nother way. Like there's things we can do for ourselves. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I spend $280 a month on two million dollar policies for me and my wife. Period. Right. It's like that's a pair of J's, my name. Like, mm-hmm. man. So it's like, you know, that was it's hard in my community. Um, if they're not open to it, if someone's not seeking it out, um, they like, yo, now I'm about to what's up, what's up on the party tonight? What's up with the club? What's up with the what we doing? You know, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there like needs to be like a conversation around like what exactly is like living like a luxurious lifestyle, right? Like is living a luxurious lifestyle having a Mercedes or is living a luxurious or comfortable lifestyle like being able to pay for a medical bill when it pops up, right? Like which one is like more important? And I think like, I don't know, like, I think like, unfortunately, just because like, obviously, like, I I think everything like goes back to white people and like slavery and stuff. But like, Mm -hmm. when we think of like, luxury and like having money and like being comfortable, we think of having like nice things, where like, again, it's really in like, kind of more of like, a comfortability of like knowing like, if you if something happens, like I can cover it or like I have options or like, when I retire, like I'm gonna have choices. You know what I mean? I think like luxury is more about like choices, in my opinion. So like I would just hope to see like in our community like a shift in like the mindset. Cause like you said, like would you like a pair of J's or would you like something that's like actually gonna help you in the long run? Which there's nothing wrong with buying J's, but again, you you can't buy that. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say with that, like, like don't get me wrong, like I want all the nice stuff. Like yeah. I want the highest level. I, I take I like my kids like PF Changs, right? We go there for dinner, do the deal. Um, I want the luxurious yeah. stuff. I got a wall of shoes right now. I got I got the J's and all the stuff. However, I am not getting the J's at the expense of my yeah. family. Not getting the J's at the expense of my life insurance, of my well-being, of my way of life. Like it's not, I'm not gonna get the J's with my last. I'm not yeah. gonna go to the you know, I'm not going to use my money that way, right? I'm going to manage my money to the point where it's like, if I can't get the J's because I got X, Y, Z going on, then I'm just not going to get them, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Um, but that's why, you know, having a, 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 a lifestyle plan, you got a lifestyle goal, a financial strategy, you can have the J's and everything else, right? Like, that's what I want my life to be an example of. Like, I want to show my community, you can have all the nice stuff. Like, you can have a chain, you can have a, the, the jewelry, the cars, the clothes. You can have it all if you put the work in with some investments, right? You got to earn it, though, right? It's it's not like you got your tax money and you're about to go get that Benz and then eight months <laughs> later, it's gone, right? Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> or with unemployment, people were really you know, come on, man. out. Running that unemployment yeah. to the ground, baby. Man, what? Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) Well, it's like you can really do this though. If you invest your money in some assets, right? 36 months could change your entire life. Right. It really can. A hundred percent. I had seen this TikTok recently where uh it was three people and they put their stimulus checks together and they bought a big old duplex. I said, that's brilliant. I'm, I'm like, I'm so proud of them. And now they're like renovating it. I was like, that's going to generate so much income for them. Like, that's the oh, best yeah. thing that you could have done with that money. Like, Man, real, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so many of us just kind of like fucked it off. Like, I know I fucked my money up. I can't even tell you what I spent it on. I was just like, all right, cool. Like, we just go, you know, do whatever with it. Like, yeah. I was in yeah. Dallas with Jay spending money. Yeah. Hey, balling out. Having a good time. You Who needed that experience though. You needed that experience for right now. So you'd be like, you know what? I did live. Now it's time to get my shit together. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we had a stat out real quick, right? The stat was that that life expectancy is 78 years old, right? Yeah. So that means that 39 is about midlife, right? So if you're in your 30s or you're into your 30s, right? Or you close to 39, like that's you halfway there. You yeah. feel me? How you want to go out, my G? Like, for real. You could take three years and change your entire life. Yeah. Or you can go out on top, for real, for real. Like, everything is obtainable, right? We never had so much access to credit. Like, we don't, our community don't understand credit, right? So much access to credit, so much access to loans, so much access to assets that actually pay, 
You feel me? But our community not spending that money on those things. They spend it on they spend it on the after effect, on the what you get after you done did the hard work, which is the clothes and the cars. It's like, nah, man, go get that asset first. You yeah. Know? That's what the wealthy do. The wealthy buy the asset, let the asset buy the car. Let the asset buy the clothes and the and the fun and all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What about you? It can too. Um, honestly, pretty much like the same things. I think that a lot of people just kind of try to spend their money on stuff just to fit in. Um, I don't think that a lot of people in our community think about longevity. Um, they definitely don't be getting life insurance. Like when you said that, like, um, I don't know yeah. if y'all have seen this, but PNB Rock's girlfriend was saying like, oh, he didn't have life insurance when he died and stuff like that. And he didn't have a will. Yeah. A will I can understand, especially when you're young. Like I don't have a will right now. You know, I don't expect to die no time soon. So yeah, it's understandable for young, you know, us young people, we're not going to have that. But life insurance though, like you should at least have life insurance, especially somebody who's making as much money as PNB Rock was. Like, I just don't understand why, people don't see the value are people especially in life insurance um like there was this video of waka flocka and he was talking about how um he was like honestly like that's a that's the easiest way to generate wealth for your family is man oh my god life insurance he was like you need some money cash it's a safe haven for your money man it is it really is like he was just like use your life insurance policy like you need some money like you 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 know you ain't got nowhere else your own bank insurance policy like you taking your own money you know what i mean so it's just like life insurance policy is so beneficial and also like you know when you're gone it's something for you to pass on like you know i don't want no gofundme pages it ain't gonna be no my god we gotta go fund me like nah i'm gonna have some life insurance and there's gonna be some money left over for my son too after taking care of my arrangements um i just think that that's the way to go and we don't think about that we don't think about investing our money um nobody likes the idea of investing people don't like the stock market at all like our people are just kind of like you know like they they just they don't see the value in it they just kind of think it's stupid um you know to just be like oh you know i'm gonna put my money here and they also don't understand it so it's yeah. kind of that they, they, you know they don't quite get it somebody needs to kind of talk yeah. to them and like dumb it down for them a little bit so that they could better grasp it but a lot of times they just like don't want to um and yeah. yeah like we honestly just have the worst spending habits like we're like the biggest spenders and i think that that's why a lot of businesses are always marketing to us like they always want to go like the urban route you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. stuff is cool they always want to use like hip-hop music and stuff in their videos and like that's the stuff that's yeah. trending on their commercials it and they sells. get off beats in our music exactly because it sells because it appeals to us because they know that we're the ones who are going to buy it and we're the ones who are going to spend the money you know yeah one of the yeah, we spending all of our money there. we're spending all of our money exactly <laughs> one of the richest men that i knew in high school um i, I doubt i mean hey if y'all listening what's up glad y'all listening but um his name was tom mariah's dad he had so much money like he used to buy a lot of stuff for our cheer team like he literally bought us our cheer mats and like mats are expensive y'all like yeah, hell yeah thousands of dollars and we had like the nice mats too you know what i mean like we just went to city school like and we got some damn mats like this was a really big deal like our team never had that before you know so so it was huge he bought us mats like when we went to state he got us a limo and a party bus to like travel up to boulder like he always did like really cool nice things for us like he would take care of like a whole outing where like nobody had to pay like it was all on tom Bro, do you know that Tom wore like some raggedy jeans and like a yeah, like, shirt and like <laughs> and like some slides with his toes hanging out, bro? Like Tom didn't wear Gucci. Tom didn't look like money hey. when he walked in the door. You would never know that Tom was doing all that for us. Like, I just love when wealth can be so quiet. Like it does not have to be so loud and overt, you know? And I think that our community thinks like wealth is all this like luxury stuff and you know flashy and it's like it's not though and I and I'm not even gonna say that we're the only community that's like that because honestly like I feel like the Asian community is like that too like a lot of them are brand whores like you'll see like a group of Asians in the airport and I've seen it a couple times and it'll be like the whole family they decked out they got like a Gucci scarf and like Balenciaga shoes and like a Louis Vuitton belt and then like you know a, a Balenciaga hat and I'm just like okay this a little excessive like you know pick yeah. one like what what's going on here i'm crying yeah. pick one <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my God. That's crazy. Cause honestly on like, cause I watch Real Housewives Stan. I've watched every franchise. The way yeah. that they like show their money to me, like it's just so gross because it's like uh, most of them, then when they get to the reunion, the other ones are like, you're renting, you're renting, you're renting. And I'm like, but you just had like a Dior outfit that was like a million dollars. Like, why? what do you mean you're renting your place? Like, that's so crazy to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that's a good transition into the stats because we're talking about like demographics on spending habits and there's actually, so I looked up like by age and by um, race. Yes. And so for like age groups that spend the most money, um, what age group do you think it is? Shoot, what, 18 to 25? I was about to say, well, I guess I'm talking about ours. That's not even us no more. <laughs> no, it's not. We're old. Um, no, so Generation X, which is considered 1965 to 1980, they spend almost 83K a year. Our age group, which is 1981 to 1996, spends 69K a year. So we're like the second group that spends the most. Montago, wow. so y'all spending all that money. Hey. <laughs> y'all don't want to spend a big money. Wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, crazy. But I, I know. said they spend like more money though. You know what I mean? Because like y'all older. So like y'all got more money to spend. To spend. Yes, exactly. The really? younger generation, okay. like you know, it's 87. <laughs> when my birthday? <laughs> wait, Jay, Jay just put him in Generation X. Wait, oh, wait. Well, just, 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 Generation X is 1965 to 1980. Oh, so you're in our group then. So you're in the second group too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just kidding. I thought she was in the first one. Boy, give me some. Okay. I know I'm bald. I got you some age, my <laughs> I aged you real quick, didn't I? Look at me aging you real he said, quick. No, he just laid back. He mature. <laughs> he very mature, y'all. It's, like, it's hilarious. He's getting 39. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. Um, And then for... So, actually, the group that spends the most money is actually Asians. But it's because they spend their money on more personal insurance and pensions and then they spend the most on education so that's why they spend the most because they're paying for like college and then insurance and then the pensions yeah they're paying for shit that they, they understand a little bit of something look at that insurance and, why, and education exactly that's some good stuff that's why i mentioned the asians though they may not appreciate my comment but they know they be brand whores too be for real no yeah. and it's easy though because so like that it's so i there's an article it's actually very good if anybody wants to read this it's on the washington post and it's called system systemic racism not 200 air jordans and so it talks about how like um basically like a while ago, like during like Jim Crow era, like mm -hmm. a lot of the times when black people would like get things like assets that actually mattered, they were destroyed by white people. So then like mm -hmm. it went down generationally that like, don't even waste your money on that. Cause like white people are going to destroy it. So that's how they were saying like, mm -hmm. that's some of the mindsets, like how that mindset kind of like traveled down. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but they actually said when it comes to shoes, um, and when it comes to watches, I don't know why they focus on those two specific things. Like white people and black people typically spend the exact same amount of money on shoes and watches specifically. Shut mm. up. Now that's interesting. That, that's a statement though. How you dressing your feet and how yeah. important is time to you? Yeah. Period. Yeah. Out of my protection with the crush face. I'll leave me yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. You know, they be real quick. Like, uh-huh, bust me down. AP, AP. Yeah. No facts. facts. You got that paddock. Look at that paddock at. Let me see that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> be real quick. <laughs> you that bust down Roly. Yeah, so that's when that Roly hit my wrist. <laughs> no, really. That matters. Um, but yeah, so I thought those were, like, pretty interesting because I, I always think that everything, like, relates back to, like, racism and stuff like that. And it does. Because it does. Um, I was about to say, a lot of times, honestly, it does. Like, it really does. Because it, like, I mean, that's a mindset, right? Yeah. That's a mindset that those people was doing the best that they could and they shared like, that with their kids. Exactly. Right? So yeah. it's no surprise that we are, you know, afraid of investing. What? No, you know yeah. that's what white people do. <laughs> oh, seriously. Yeah, because that's so what the times. white people did. Yeah. Right. Like, it was never yeah. available to us. So it was just like, what do you mean? Like, that's not what we do. Like, no. that's yeah. just not us. But that's why I appreciate our generation, too, because it's like, 
we're the ones who get to be different. You know what I mean? Like our parents, like their parents taught them their ways and their parents, you know, like our grandparents were still very much stuck in that slave mentality. They yeah. were still very much stuck just free. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, my grandmama was right there with Martin Luther the King. So like, yeah. you know, <laughs> they were very closely related to them. So that mindset was instilled into our parents. So it's like us, we're kind of like the first breakout where we're just like, uh -uh, we ain't doing it this way no more. We got so much more education. There's so many more resources around us where we can find information on our own and we can learn new things. And it's time for us to like make a new path and, you know, change a new way. And so, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. That. Okay. Brian, um, what other stats did you find? Did you find something oh, about the so retirement stats? It showed that like um, only a third of white people do not have any retirement and over half of black and brown which is just all the minorities essentially wow. half of us don't have anything for retirement whereas like less than a third of white people don't have anything for retirement which is very bad because and that's why you see like so many like older like black people and brown people mm -hmm. like working till their death basically which is horrible like oh right that mm -hmm. breaks my heart when i see that shit and then also like rich people losing their money. <laughs> um, I know we talked about it like in the meeting, but I saw something that said like it was like in a 30 for 30. What is it like 70% of 78%? Like, yeah, like lose their money, like athletes, right? Or is they it the go NFL? broke? Yeah. Yeah, 78% go broke just three years after retirement. And that that's, is that's NFL and NBA combined. And I believe it. Hell yeah, because they spend their money on dumb ass shit. Like they do. Yeah. Watch yeah. it. Cars, yeah. <laughs> cars, yeah. like, but yeah. like, uh, with no plan of of like how you gonna make that money, right? Exactly. Like, you making millions of dollars, how you gonna keep it coming in when you're not playing no more, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, because like you're not gonna be in this forever. Like, yeah, yeah. come on, they don't that, that dying young, like, yeah, that's oh. man. So yeah, that's that one. That one was tough. Yeah, so oh, that concludes cool. filthy stats, my favorite category. I love yes. that shit. Those um, are the good stats. I love filthy. There's one more I wanted to add to that though, right? Yeah, yeah. Stats. give us some stats. Come Man, on, like one I do not like. Right, if you look at the stat up and see and see how long can you live with a million dollars at age sixty five, it will tell you that you can live twenty five years if you have an annual salary of forty thousand a year. With no inflation, right? Like that pisses me off because we already know that our Federal Reserve Bank has a target of 2% inflation every year. Mm -hmm. So, and if your lifestyle requires that you spend more than 40,000, what are you going to do to get that extra income, right? So if you spend 70,000 a year and you got medical bills, you got all this other stuff, you estimated to spend $5,700 a month, which is $60,000 a year on medical bills at age 65, right? So if you just to live at 65 comfortably with all your pills, cost 60 a year, what is 40000 going to do for you, yeah. right? You another $25,000, like, that's not it. That's not the win. Like, we need to be thinking a little differently about how much money we actually need and where it's going to come from because we can't work forever you know yeah, i'm not going to i got about five more years in me and yeah, hey, i know that's right no for real because i'm like the money always gonna come in that's all i, I just be like hey i just got to figure out ways to keep the money coming in but yes yes we need them assets, assets exactly <laughs> yeah because that's what it's all about that's real well them with some good stats Let's go ahead and break into broke shit. Uh -oh. <laughs> Y'all know what I was on, man. The car, they about to come get the car. Oh, and they was about to come get a car that had four different tires on it. You know, <laughs> like, you know, you ever pull up and they like, yo, you got to replace both of them. It's like, not today, player. I need that one. I need Bruh, that one. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Like, Why do I need two if only one is <laughs> It's going to ride funny if you don't. Hey, we about to have four different ways today. <laughs> yeah, it'd be so quick. Like, hey, you need new tires. I'd be like, them tires can kiss my ass. Like, I didn't do that right now. I didn't, I didn't come here for all that. I just came to dance for y'all. That's it. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. That shit's hilarious. Oh, oh my God. No. Yo, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to that Steel Fly, though. 
Like that's that's that that's our anthem right there. Can't pay my rent because <laughs> all my money spent. Exactly. That's, just what it means. that's all right. Oh, I'm, I'm still fly. fly. Exactly. Because I'm gonna get all the Instagram likes. Everybody gonna think that I'm cool. They're gonna think that I'm that girl. They're gonna be like, oh my God, yeah, look, she got that shit on though. Yeah, but my bills aren't paid. Like, yeah, real life. That's a lot of people, like it's <laughs> a lot of people, no for That's reason. a lot of people that their shit's not paid. I go over to their house, there's no furniture. No furniture. Nothing. No furniture, no food, in the fridge, no snacks. No toilet paper. My God. At least invest oh. in some toilet paper. Right. right. And toilet paper is expensive. I'm like, it let is, me tell you. But something. it's an investment for your ass. It hey, is 100 percent Like and if you're you trying know, to have company, come on now, man. You exactly. Make a, With no toilet paper. I'm not saying I'm for y'all's uh y'all's what's the name y'all's uh sex montanzo, but men do that a lot. They love inviting you over to their house with no toilet paper. You <laughs> <laughs> a Chipotle napkin. I wouldn't know nothing about that. I got Niggas <laughs> will give you napkins. Like you'd be like, um, I need some. Like, do you have tissue? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry. It's like what's going oh, on? Like, oh my god, that is priceless. What are we doing? Like men just they'll do anything, and then they'll have you surrounded by Jordans. Like okay, all right. Hey, <laughs> this is what we doing. Wasplato was fly head to toe, no toilet paper. <laughs> they will have a towel on the ground and be like after you, and then have a big ass TV. Like, are you kidding me? Like, where's the bed? Like, where's the vision? Like, I don't want hey, to lay down. Hey. <laughs> lay down. They're like, I, I got this out just for you. I'll wash the towel. Now. Like, lay down. wash the towel. Shut up. What a big one. Like, this is a big one. I'm about oh, to big one, y'all. Y'all are y'all killing me right now. <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> No, but look, like, that's some broke shit right there. We was trying to talk to y'all about some car stories, but there you have it. With hey, man, that's real life right there. That right there. Hey, yeah, man, we want to, I want to, you know, I want to help put an end to this. I want to help these young men out here get their lives together. You know what I'm saying? Get them beds off the flow. You know what I'm saying? Let's get a bed that matches the TV size. You got king size TV, king size bed. Period. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, sure, let me help my sisters out there too. You know, you want, you know. You want to pick that guy up? You want to make sure you got them eyebrows right? Get them caterpillars together. You feel me? You want to Don't keep do that. <laughs> he said the caterpillars. No. <laughs> Wait, he thinks that eyebrows are equivalent to having toilet paper in your exactly. house? Exactly. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's hey, not we're not, we not comparing. we just saying preference. That's all. You don't prefer napkins, right? You prefer toilet paper. That's all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just trying to look out for my bros out there. You know, we can't be, you know, all of us ain't the same. <laughs> they not, they not all the same. I'll be honest. Like the first man that had like a full bedroom set, he was in his 30s for sure. But at least he room. had it. He had a nice TV. He had a bed set. I even called my friends. I said, y'all, this thing got a bed set. It's not the bed. So he had the dresser. The dresser matched the night, the nightstands. He got a headboard, y'all. <laughs> Oh, the headboard, he's rich. <laughs> he cares about his life. He has oh, my God. Yeah. Play all day. See, hey, if, fellas, if y'all listening, man, you see what matters, bro. Get that toilet paper, Costco, Sam's Club. You feel exactly. me? Get that bedroom. Say, if you was wondering about that bedroom, hey, get one with the headboard. <laughs> Just the headboard. We, we talk about y'all like real, real bad. Hey, shoot, what really matters? Hey, because at the end of the day, man, I don't think nobody won't die alone, so. At all. No, that is so funny. I mean, that is some broke shit. Y'all be broke, but car stories. I mean, I tell this story all the time. I moved to San Diego. I was very broke. I went to, finally, after months of not paying my car note, I went to pay this shit. And they were like, oh, that car is out for repo. Like, we're looking for it. And I was like, okay, but. Where are you, you gonna want my money or not? <laughs> I'm like, where are you looking for it though? Cause like I'm in San Diego and you're looking on Alameda in Denver. Like you're never oh, gonna man. see this car. Like, what are you talking about? Anyways, I ended up like having to not only pay like three months worth of my car note, but then I had to pay like the repo fee. So I ended up spending like two thousand dollars in that moment. It was very sad. And then I was broke again. So yeah, yeah, crush your moment. You learned something though. Yep. I did. 
No, nah, you yeah. definitely do. They got me like that before. So I actually, y'all had my car repo twice. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. Because first <laughs> of all, <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah. like like every repo company, but like, so I got it repossessed one time, paid to get it out, got it out. But like after that, like you get no wiggle room. Like you have to pay them on time or going out for repossession again. So yeah. that's how they got me because then I was late on my payment again, but I knew I was like, I'm going to pay them on Friday. I literally was walking out my house to take my son to get a haircut. This broke my whole heart. So I was ready to get my baby's haircut. I walked outside car gone. And I was like looking up all this stuff. Like, how can you like avoid them taking your car? Like yeah. I didn't have no garage or nothing to hide it in, but they was like, Oh, like put the emergency brake on. So I'm like, cool. Put the emergency brake on that joint. Man, that shit does not work. It was, you could see like the scratch marks all in the pocket. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I was like, no, like they took my shit. Like, and they be so quiet too, bro. Cause when I tell you, I would park my car yeah. right outside my window. Like I would have heard, yeah. I did not hear nothing. Walked outside, car gone. Cool. Because I was like, you know what? Whatever, forget it. Because I knew, like I said, I was going to pay it on Friday. But I had been wanting to get a new car anyway. And this is how God worked. I went ahead, <laughs> boot, got me a new car. Pulled up. Because, you know, you got to go get your belongings from your car when they repo it. So I was like, let me go and get my stuff. Because I needed some stuff out the car. So I pulled yeah. up my new car. And they was like, oh, yeah, we'll bring you your stuff. And the little man, he tried to talk to me. He was like, are you going to get the car back? I said, oh, no, sir. I said, y'all can have it. I said, this, this is my car now. I said, so yeah. go ahead and sell it and let me know what the difference is. Like, I said, and then we're done for. Like, that's it. So, yeah, yup, that was that. But I was so hurt. And to have your shit repo twice is just like a different type of humbling because I was like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> hey, people about, they don't play. Better run that thing. My God. Oh my hey, God. Hey, don't none of these people be playing for real, man. Shoot, don't pay, don't pay your electric bill, boy. All right. No, they'll turn your shit off. Hey. Yeah. For real. For real. Yeah. Shoot, yeah. That's what I want to do today. You can pay your bills. Oh, y'all pay y'all's bills. Please don't get your car repoed twice like me. Like, oosh. Same for car, real. too. I was like, you know what? Y'all can have it. It wasn't meant to be. The lesson had to be learned. That's what's important. It the really lesson did. had to be learned. Hey, if you keep playing games, we about to pull up. No, it really, it really was. That's why I'm just like, I could I, oh my God, I'll never want to get my car taken again in my life. Cause that's like the worst feeling in the world to walk out of your car gone. Like mm-hmm. man, I was hitting that yeah, It ain't nothing you can do about it. You can't call like hey, somebody stole my whip. No, you can't even got that mug. <laughs> oh, straight up because i was tripping too like i was just like did somebody steal my shit and i had to really think about it i was like i ain't hey, that's a, you know what i want to make a point on what you're saying right now right like for for everybody listening right when you think about ownership right and this goes for homes too when you paying for something that's not ownership right because if you stop paying for it the people who own it gonna come get it yep. right so when you paying on that car, right? If you financed it, you paying on that car, it's the same as if you lease the car, right? And owning a home, right, is this is almost the same as renting. There's this a little difference, right? When you own a home, you taking full responsibility for that home. Now don't pay your mortgage and you gonna be say, outside. Yeah, you still gotta pay the bank that mortgage or so it's you pay that mortgage, right? So just yep. when you when you're looking at the value of ownership, taking those things into consideration, do I really own this? Right? Because we sometimes we'll be giving our all to it. I know several people that had a 30-year mortgage and they, you know, they don't have them homes no more. They never paid it off. Mm-hmm. So they just pretty much gave the bank all that money for all them years, 15, 20 years. And you ain't even got the house now. You just gave yeah. them that money, you know. So what's the what's the value in that ownership? What's the value in that in that owning that car, especially the car, man? The car depreciates. Ain't no point in owning that. Yeah, you know, unless you own it through your business where you can write that depreciation off. There's no point in. There's really no point in owning it unless it's your last car or your dream car, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I feel like this was this was like a really good conversation. Like I feel like we had a lot of like just good thoughts and good information shared. And I really like this episode. This was a good comeback episode because I know yeah. y'all, I know y'all missed us. Like how can you not? Hello. Yeah. 
back on it with the back on it well thank y'all so much thank you so much montanzo for being our first Ooh. guest of 2023 we really appreciate jump all man, jump man, jump yes period jump in here hey. yes we appreciate well, thank you guys so much for all having me i really appreciate it yes, yes absolutely and if you want to go ahead and just like shout out your social media whatever how people can stay connected with you hit you up for like a consultation to get a simulator like what it what give us give us all your tea and all then right, right. well a few things um, you can follow me on instagram as zo man flow z-o man flow um that's really the only my my main source of contact for the for the public or for social media um, I am working on a few things like with the simulator. I'm not taking any new clients until April. Um, I'm, I'm booked for the first quarter um, of the year. He, um, said but I'm busy. On... he said he's booked and busy, y'all. You didn't tell me. <laughs> so it's like it's turning out like this thing is really it's kind of blowing up. So um, I want to create something a little bit of plug and play, but then I want to also create something where I can interact with people where. Um, I can really share with them the details of economics, right? Because that, that's really what backs the simulator. Um, if you don't understand economics, then this tool may not make sense to you, right? So I don't want to confuse my people anymore. Um, I want to provide them with the information that's necessary to go along with this tool so they can be uh, efficient and effective in their life, lifestyle, business, whatever it is they're, they're pursuing. Period. Good. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Well, I will definitely go ahead and link your social media page so y'all can easily click on that. And this has been another episode of Fine and Filthy Rich. We out. Hey. Yes, bye, y'all. baby.